Valentine's Day, the day of love and the day that many husbands dread. How you can set your man up for success so that you can enjoy this love day together. Hi, my name is Trina Glines, and this is Elevate Your Marriage and Life podcast. This podcast is for those who want to create happiness daily, even among the chaos that marriage and family life will bring. Get ready to elevate your marriage and life today. Welcome to Elevate Your Marriage and Life podcast. This is Trina Glines. And I'm really excited to share with you today because we are going to talk about Valentine's Day. It's Monday and Valentine's is going to fall this Thursday. So we've got a few days here to prepare and I want to help you set yourself and set your man up for success. All right. Before I get into that, I wanted to share something that I have done since my children were little. I actually do not remember what year I started it in, but it was um, my daughter was who's my firstborn child, was in elementary school, I want to say probably first, second grade. Um, And I came up with this idea to deliver a valentine to my daughter. And my son would have been just a year behind her at their elementary school. And it was awesome. It was great. I was able to go into the classroom and go and give them a little valentine at their desk. And I would give them a kiss on the cheek. Well, What became a, I thought one time dill, (laughs) became a tradition. And the next year, I was getting little hints, you know, oh, mom, are you going to come to my school again? That was obviously meant a lot to them. So I have continued that tradition. Obviously, my daughter is now, what is she, 27 years old, I want to say. I think you're 27, right, Kylie? I'm 27. So she would have been, you know, seven, eight years old when I started this, maybe six, seven. Um, So I've been doing it for 20 plus years every day, every Valentine's Day. And as, you know, my kids got, you know, I had five children, one daughter, four sons. And as they grew and entered into schools, there was at one point that I... On Valentine's, I had to go to the preschool, elementary, um, middle school, let's see, and intermediate school. So I think at, at one point I had four different schools to get to. I don't think I ever had a full five different schools to go to, but there was four um, many times, especially when one moved into high school, then I went back to four. And something I didn't realize was um, that I was going to get in trouble. (laughs) Here I am trying to do this good deed, right? Like trying to show my children love. And I didn't realize I was going to get in trouble. Um, Elementary, I was fine. Most elementaries, there was a couple of times that they said when I went to the elementary school, um, which was a charter school, I need you to leave it here. I don't want you to go into the classroom and your child can come down and get it, which was really disappointing to them. They did not like that. And the intermediate schools did that as well. And I get it, you guys. I get it. We can't just be having any parent, stranger, whatever, walking into our children's schools. I get it. Um, But I also... uh, (laughs) 
I also really loved going into their classrooms and embarrassing them and giving them the kiss on the cheek. So intermediate school was miserable. Intermediate school, I actually tried to break the rule. I tried one year to sneak in because they were only letting me leave them at the office. So I tried to sneak in and I got chased down by an office uh, school cop. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm getting in trouble for say taking a Valentine to my child at the school. It was it was crazy. Anyway, by the time they moved into middle school and high school, I was able to get away with it a lot easier. Um, so I've done it every year. And last year I had one Valentine to deliver because my son was a junior in high school and my other son was serving a mission. And I always take one as well to my husband at his work. Um, But last year, just having that one going to school kind of hit me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I was doing five for so many years and then it slowly dwindled four, three, and I'm now at one. And, And this year, this Thursday will be my last time. This will be my last time delivering a Valentine to one of my children at their school. I, I, I hope I can do it without being emotional. I'm kind of getting a little bit emotional right now just thinking about it. Um, last year was really fun because I was able to contact a teacher of his that I totally love and she, he totally loves her. And um, she was able to come with me and she videoed it because I'd never had any proof of what I would do. And he was in wood shop. <laughs> and so he's back there in the sauce. I'm like, is it okay for me to go back there? And of course, my kids anticipate every year that mom's going to be coming. Um, and, and there's also been surprises. There's been some surprises. There was a time that I went to deliver And my child wasn't in class. So, yes, the child got caught sloughing because mom was trying to deliver the valentine. Yeah, mm -hmm, that one's happened as well. So this will be this will be awesome. This year will be my last time delivering to my son, Ethan, who's a senior. And um, he actually has a. I need to check his schedule because hopefully this is not the schedule that he doesn't have any afternoon classes. Um, I better get on top of that. Anyway, so that's been a tradition that I didn't realize was going to turn into a tradition um, for me and giving a Valentine to my children. Uh, I think traditions are great. I think they're wonderful. I know several people have said, oh my gosh, I'm going to totally do this. And I, I always say, do it, but be careful because... You know, obviously they're locking down on being able to just enter a school and deliver a package. (laughs) I mean, my package usually has balloons attached. So anyway, um, but traditions are great. And Valentine's Day is wonderful. It's a great day to celebrate love. I personally don't believe we need a day set aside to celebrate love. I obviously I'm here. I'm passionate about marriage and passionate about love. I think we should be celebrating love every single day. We should. So, uh, but we do have a Valentine's Day and I think it's fun to do something special for Valentine's Day. So we're going to talk about that a little bit because did you know, ladies, did you know that Valentine's is the least liked holiday by men, by husbands? In fact, many husbands dread this holiday because they feel like they can never get it right. 
They can never get it right. So I want to talk to you today. Real short here. It's not going to be a long podcast Long podcast, unless Trina gets long-winded here. I just want to set you up for success, to set your man up for success, okay? So they have this fear of getting it wrong. Why? Why do they have this fear of getting it wrong? Do you think there's a possibility they've gotten it wrong before? And we were sure to let them know. <laughs> So ladies, I want you to remember something. Your man is not a version of you. He does not think like you do. You two are totally different, okay? And so I I can just envision it right now. Men walking through the store trying to pick something out and being just like, I don't don't know what to get. And having this anxiety and this stress, like I want to make it special for her. I want her to know I love her. And I want to make sure I do it right. And, And really... Ladies, what should be happening is they should know a little bit more details so they can win. Let's set our men up to win. Set him up for success. Imagine that. Wow. What a notion. (laughs) Okay. So the problem is, ladies, you've got to get over this thought. This thought that if he knows me well enough, he's going to know what I need. He's going to know what I like. He's going to know what I want. If he loves me enough, he will know. We've been together enough years. He should just know what I like by this point, what I need. Okay, ladies, they are not a version of you. You, as a woman, have been given intuition. Intuition with other women, intuition with the children in your life, intuition with your man even. Men... That is a a gift given to women. It is not a man's gift. And that's okay because they have some awesome, awesome gifts as protector, providers, and procreators. So you need to get over this notion that if he loves me enough, he will know what I want. Stop that craziness that is ready to set him up for failure and you for a disappointed evening. Okay? So... If you are okay with surprises, if you are okay with surprises, then awesome. You're good to go. But you need to be okay with surprises. There cannot be a disappointed look, a but you didn't do this, a roll of the eyes, a being quiet, the cold shoulder, okay? If you are okay with surprises, then be okay with what he provides. Because if you are disappointed and you wanted the surprise, then he's really going to dread next year. And he's really going to come away from this Valentine's going, oh my gosh, I can't do anything right. Okay, that's we don't want that. We do not want that. This man who has dedicated his life to you wants you to feel loved, wants you to have this moment of of love on Valentine's, how it looks to you. And most men are out there guessing, how does this look to her? What do I need to do? So first thing, if you're okay with surprises, then be okay with the surprise. If you 
have at all an inkling, a thought, a fleeting thought that goes through your brain that says, wait a minute, I, I'd really like to do this for Valentine's. Maybe I'll just, I'll just kind of hint a little. Ladies, please don't do this. If you have had a thought in your mind of what you would like to have for Valentine's, share it with him. Share it with him in a way that he feels capable of doing it. Share it with him in a way that you trust him. Don't make him feel like he's a child. Don't make him feel like you have to direct his way. Do it in a fun way, hun. Guess what? Valentine's is coming up in three days. And I actually have had some thoughts of some things that I might like what, like to do. Um, would you like to know? And chances are he's going to, yes, please. <laughs> and then you tell him. And if there are specific details, please tell him. Please. For instance, if you really like flowers, does your man know that? And does he also know what those flowers mean to you? When your man gives you flowers, what does it tell you? Why do you like them? Give him those details because him having those details is going to ensure that the next time Valentine's or a special holiday or memory comes along, he's going to go, oh, I'm going to get my wife flowers because I know what it does for her. Keeping it a secret, keeping it a mystery to them is not helping you or helping them. Let me give you an example. My mom loves flowers. She has always loved flowers. My dad was really good at getting her flowers, especially on Valentine on Valentine's Day, maybe Mother's Day, on her birthday. She, he really um, was intentional on getting flowers for her and having them delivered to her, which was an extra surprise, you know, to open the door and have a special delivery with a little note of love from your from your man. My mom really liked that, and my dad knew that. He knew that. So she set him up for success by letting him know through the years how much flowers mean to him, or excuse me, mean to her when they come from him. Now, I've also known of situations where the wife has really liked flowers, but the husband has felt they're a waste of money because, you know, if you have a very logical thinking man and he's providing for this family, flowers die. They don't last. And so she went years and years and years without being given flowers like she would like to have been given because she didn't express to her man what they made her feel, how they made her feel. Remember, your man is a provider. He wants to be your hero. He wants to provide for you. If you go to the thought of joining his thought of, well, that's a waste of money. They're just going to die. I don't want to spend, you know, $20, $40 on flowers that are just going to die. I'll get you something else. And inside you're like, okay, I guess that makes sense. All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do that. But inside you're going, but I want to feel like those other ladies that I see. It obviously resonates with you when you see somebody else being given flowers. 
So make sure you're letting your needs be known, and it very it is very helpful for men to know the reason behind it, to know what it is providing you, the why. Because that's what's going to feed it. That's what's going to encourage him to follow through with that. If your man knows, flowers make me feel beautiful. I realize they don't last a long time. But the thought that you went, spent money on something that wasn't necessarily something practical that you thought, but was something that you knew would make me feel beautiful, make me feel loved, make me feel special knowing that you went and picked them out or you called and ordered them. I don't know what it is, hon, but it just, it makes me feel really special. And I just, I love it. I love it when I receive flowers from you. Do that. And you can put that in place of anything. Um, Do you like, do you like certain candy? Are there certain candy? Is there certain candy that you love? Like me, I, I don't eat a lot of sweets, but I really like carameled apples. If my man was to go to Rocky Mountain Candies, I think it's what it's called, um, and buy me a carameled apple, do you know what that would say to me? That he took the time to go out of his way. It's not a store he's going to go to often, right? Like not convenient because he's thinking of me. Something simple. It's going to cost like six, seven dollars. If there's things like that, that mean something to you, that I would rather receive that caramel apple than I would a heart shape full of chocolates, okay? That caramel apple would mean more to me. Set him up for success and let him know that. Give him ideas. So he, you know, and if you're okay with giving him several ideas and letting him pick and choose, great. He's going to win no matter what he picks, So if there are specifics, please let him know. Let's say you like jewelry. Obviously, that can be a really expensive purchase, but there's, as well, there's jewelry out there that's very affordable. Um, And I, you know, I've heard some stories of women wanting jewelry, but never daring either ask for it or their spouse once again. I'm not going to spend money on that. That's frivolous stuff. But ladies, if it means something to you, for instance, my husband gave me some jewelry for Christmas and I love it. Every time I put that watch on, I think of him, that he took the time to pick that out. He gave me a ring for our our anniversary this past December. Um, I love it. Every time I look at it, I just can't even tell you how much I love it. And I, I actually wanted a, a certain length of necklace. And I told my man, I'm like, can I just pick one out and it can be for Valentine's? And he's like, yes. And every time I put that necklace on, I think of him. And I've been sure to tell him some of this. He knows for sure on the ring. I have not stopped talking about the ring. And I, I hear women say, I, I wish my man would, would get me some jewelry. It would mean a lot to me. Well, how do you ask and do you let them know how it would make you feel? Because I do know women that go all these years without a nice piece of jewelry, but that they really like because their man thought, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. Not realizing, once again, we need to love them the way they feel loved. And if jewelry, if there's something, you saw a necklace that you really like, 
And I'm not talking about big, expensive purchases here. Okay, obviously those need to be well thought out. Um, my my necklace was like forty five dollars or something like that, and to me, very very nice. And it was still one of those um, like dipped gold, so it's it's not solid gold, but it's going to last me for uh, for a good length of time. So ladies, set your man up for success. Share with him these details instead of assuming if he has shot your idea down ever. If you've not dared go to him and say, I really like flowers. And because of his opinion that's come out at another time, go back to him. Let him know how it makes you feel inside if you were to receive something like that from him what it would mean to you to know it was from him. So every time I look at that watch, I'm reminded of my man going to the store, looking through it all and picking it out for me. Um, and, and one warning I want to give here, ladies, I've heard. <laughs> in fact, I saw a Instagram post um, about this uh, where the husband and wife agree, we're not going to give anything to each other for Valentine's. And then the husband is in complete anxiety. I'm scared to death because how often have you had that agreeance, but then the other partner didn't do it. And now the other partner's ticked or upset or hurt. Don't do that unless you truly mean not to get anything for Valentine's. Don't do that. That is setting both of you up for failure. If going to dinner is a big deal for you, let him know. Set him up for success. Tell him some restaurants you've been thinking about that you would like to try and go to. If romance that evening is a big deal, what does it look like to you? Share it with him. Share it with him. Is it going, walking down a boardwalk somewhere, holding hands, talking? I mean, what does it look like to you? Share those details with him. I see nothing wrong with getting something that you really like. If there's something you've found, like there's a pair of shoes, if if you are into gift giving, I mean, there's been lots of Valentines that Jeff and I have not given actual gifts to each other. It might be just a card with balloons. My husband usually is good about doing some flowers. There's been times those flowers haven't taken place because of financial reasons, but he's been sure to make it up in other ways. So it's okay, but if gift giving is part of your Valentine, Valentine's night day, um, make sure, like, if there's something you really like, say you've eyeballed a pair of shoes you really like, send him the link and say, hey, hon, hope you're having a great day at work. I would love these shoes for Valentine's if you need an idea. He would love that. He gets to come away winning. You get to come away that evening with a gift going, yes, I've wanted these shoes. This is awesome. Set each other up for success. All right. Now, remember, ladies, men do not read our minds. I don't care if you've been married 50 years. He does not read your mind. Set him up for success. Let him win. Don't make him guess. Share it in a kind way. Be excited about it. Be energetic about it. Ask him, right? Ask him, like, hun, I want to really get you something nice for Valentine's or do something nice. Is there something that you've thought of that you would like? All right, ask him, too. Because doesn't that make your job a little easier? Like, if your man said, yeah, you know what? My my earbuds, 
they don't ever work anymore. And I don't know. I'm just having problems with them. New earbuds would be great. Wouldn't you love to like, oh, this is going to help my job out a little bit, right? So ladies, please set your man up for success. If there's details that you have in your mind, because this is what we do, ladies, is we put the picture in our mind of what it's going to look like. We have these expectations of what the evening is going to be. And we see it. We actually can taste it, smell it, hear it. And then what happens is we don't give enough detail to where when the event takes place, those senses aren't being aroused like we imagined they would be. And now all of a sudden you become quiet. You become a little bit sad, kind of disappointed. And here he's going, why did I even try? They feel it, ladies. If you think you can hide it from them, they're not dumb. Men are extremely smart, extremely bright. They feel it, okay? So we are going to set our men up for success. We are. And I've learned this one the hard way. I'm coming to you from personal experience of I had my hopes, my desires, my dreams, what it was going to look like for that night or whatever, and, and then it didn't unfold that way. And I was hurt. I was hurt. Don't put yourself in that place. It's not going to serve you. It's not going to leave you feeling fulfilled at the end of the evening. Okay? So the next thing um, I wanted to say is I want to make sure I've got all my little notes here. Uh, Okay. Right here. If you want to celebrate on a different night, do it. The 14th is crazy. I know so many people go to dinner either on the 13th or the 15th. Do it different, okay? You don't have to do it that night. And you can do it at lunchtime if you want to, okay? So have that some flexibility if needed and if babysitters are needed and or if you need to plan something at home. You have small children and you can't get a babysitter. Be flexible. Ladies, there are so many resources out there. And I am not your resource person when it comes to super creativity. All right. I go to the same place you do. I go to Pinterest. I go to, you can go to Dating Divas. I, she's got some great free content out there, free ideas you can look at. Um, But you can be okay with simple. It doesn't obviously have to be this big extravagant evening. But for me, my personal uh, my personal uh, desire and hopes for Valentine's is that it will be romantic and it will end with intimacy. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. So I'm going to share with you some just ideas that could um, be very cheap, inexpensive, um, and maybe something you haven't thought of. So first of all, do takeout. In fact, I heard this one from my sister-in-law. She goes, we just get takeout because the restaurants are so crazy. So do takeout and a movie in. Do a takeout and movie in. Um, You can, if you do go for dinner out, do, do a game during dinner. Let's see who can make the other one blush more. Ladies, the largest sex organ in your body is your brain. Thank you, Dr. Laura Brotherson, for 
Actually, she's not a doctor. That's Dr. Jennifer Finlinson Five. Laura Brotherson for teaching us that. Largest sex organ is our brain. So make each other blush. If you've got a, a date planned for Valentine's, spend the day texting each other, playing around with each other, um, being excited about the evening, okay? We need this, women, because for us, we want to be emotionally detached. Oh, my gosh. Emotionally attached beforehand um, to move into intimacy. It's very helpful for us. So tease, play, have fun, flirt, for heaven's sakes. Okay? So you can play a game of how we can make each other blush the most. And I've said this, I don't know if I've actually said this on any of my podcasts. I share this with the ladies I I teach and in my membership for women. Um, There are books you can buy, very inexpensive, but you can also buy the Kindle version, so they're on your phone, of questions for couples to spark new conversation. And all of these books always have sex questions. So you can go there. If you're not creative, you can go there. And I've even done to the point where I've printed out questions, cut them into little slips and rolled them up and stuck them in a little Ziploc bag and took them in my purse. And during dinner, we are pulling them out and reading them and answering the questions. So um, so those are just some ideas. But take out with a movie in. Um, if you go dinner out, Make each other blush, and you can do the make each other blush even with dinner in, of course. Of course, you've got bubble bath. You can do a bubble bath. There's intimacy games. There's there's intimacy games you can play. Um, there's the Ultimate Intimacy app. I've played around with that a little bit. I've really enjoyed that. I like what um, they are promoting there with um, healthy sexual intimacy between spouse, husband, and wife. So you can look at that. Um, for heaven's sakes, go make out in a car. Go park somewhere, right? Like, yeah, like when you were in high school or college. And if you've got a large vehicle, like a Suburban, um, take out the back seat, lay the seats down, throw some blankets, throw some pillows in, take a um, computer, watch a movie. It's the, the, there's You can do things for so cheap. I do have some warnings and some suggestions on that. Make sure you go find a place to park that you're not going to be around other people. Like, be aware of your surroundings. Um, but go to the hills. Go somewhere that you can make that happen. Uh, true story. My husband and I, we, we'd gone to dinner to one of our very favorite places. It's Springdale. Um over by Zion's. Gone to dinner. It was in the winter time-ish, so you're able to drive in the park. We had gone up through the park. It was night. We just pulled over. There's like nobody. It's nighttime winter. And so we pulled over just the side of the road, and truly, we were making out. Um, And all of a sudden, there's a knock at our window (laughs) and this flashlight, (laughs) and it was one of the park rangers. Hello, is everything okay with you two? Um, yes. Can you not see the steam and the fact that we have children at home and just wanted to go and make out somewhere without being interrupted? <laughs> oh, we still laugh about that. So, you know, maybe go a little bit further off the road if you can. Anyway, and, you know, we were only making out at that point. So grateful to say we weren't caught in any other type of manners. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, okay, let's move on. Ladies, I'm all for adding romance to the night, okay? No more of this boring, uh, 
Let's see. Boring, intimacy, events. <laughs> add candles, add lighting, add music. Have you made yourself playlists for for those intimacy nights? Have you made when you're having sex? Listening to music is awesome. It is great. You can have playlists so simple on your phone. Create a playlist for this Thursday night that you are going to have and use. It's do it. Just do it. Music um, really opens up all of your senses. I Music, I think, is really, really powerful for that. Uh, let's see. Oh, great idea. I'm trying to think who I heard this from. It was in a book I've read on sex. Ladies, give yourself as a gift to your man. You always wonder, you might go out and, and I love lingerie, go buy some new lingerie, great. Um, but have you ever thought of wrapping yourself in a great big bow and walking out as that as your lingerie? Give your gift of yourself to your man in a great big bow. You can be creative. Let's be creative, ladies, without having to spend a ton of money. You don't have to. So my goal with this is to set you up for success and to help you. Well, let me change that. My goal is to set you up for success by setting your man up for success because you're going to win and he wants you to win. But these poor men, as you walk around, especially on Thursday, because I get it, a lot of men wait till Thursday morning to go get their things for Valentine's, and that's okay. They're busy, they're working, they're providing for their family. But you can just see them walking around going, oh, what should I do? What should I do? Right? So set him up for success. If you really want to go to dinner, let him know you'd really like to go to dinner, and would he be okay going here? And you would make some reservations. Make the reservations. If you have a, a idea, a thought in your head of what you want the evening to look like once you've gone in your bedroom and shut the door, what kind of intimacy night you want, what you want from him, tell him, ladies. If you want every inch of your body kissed, tell him. Set him up for success. Okay? They can't read our minds, and it's okay for you to have these, these desires, these wants. And he would love for you to share them with him. And of course, I'm going to do, say, once again, in a kind way, in a, hun, I'm really looking forward to Thursday night. I'm really looking forward to Thursday night. And I really want to be with you. And I actually have these thoughts in my head. He would love to know if you have sexual thoughts in your head. These little thoughts in my head, of how that's going to look Thursday night. Would you care if I share some of those with you? Are you kidding me? He's going to jump at the chance. Ladies, do this. Set him up for success, which in turn is going to set you up for success. Tell him what you would like. And if details are important, if there's a certain something that is very important, share it in detail. Not like you're treating him like a child, but give enough detail that he can get it. And then, ladies, this is a very important piece, okay? Very, very, very important. And I'm teaching you this from my own experiences and from working with ladies. After you've shared these details and the night starts to unfold, and if it isn't matching the expectations that you have created in your mind, 
It's okay. It is okay. Remember, he doesn't live in your head. He doesn't see what you see. He isn't. He he is not you. There's still more Valentine's days. There's still more romantic evenings. There's still more dates. If something was left out, make a little note, little note of it, and the next time, make sure you share that piece. But remember, he's different than you. It won't always look like we might have our expectations in our head. And the last thing you want to do, ladies, is make him question his abilities, questioning his competence questioning if he's able to even provide a romantic evening for you. Be okay if it is not exactly how you pictured it in your head. All right? So important that you understand this. It will relieve you, too, of unrealistic expectations. So I really challenge you, add this to really much of your life and interactions, our expectations can really get us into trouble. And, you know, I have shared specific details with my man for certain things. And most often, it doesn't happen exactly what is in my head. And I had to learn to be like, this is okay, because look how hard he's worked at trying to provide what I want. And he is trying. I love him for that. Thank you, hon. Thank you. That is going to increase his willingness and his desire to provide for you in the future of attempting to create a romantic evening for you. If you appreciate and admire what he did do for you, that will grow. But the minute you criticize, the minute you pull away, the minute you say a but... It's really going to dampen his spirits. I'm not saying you don't deserve some of those things that may have been left out, but make note of them and apply them in the next opportunity. All right? Okay, so now I have a challenge for you. Now I have a challenge for you to end with. Um, if you've listened to one of my past podcasts where I dedicated it to my mother and father-in-law who have both passed... Um, once my father-in-law passed and we went through their home, we were able to find love letters. These love letters, we were able, it was so cool to find love letters that were two and two, you know, Leon wrote to Kay and then Kay would write back. So we've, we got to see both sides. It was awesome. And, you know, sitting there looking at that, we, we don't have those treasures anymore. We don't have those treasures. We text, but those aren't saved. And even emailing, great to have those, but they're going to get lost into cyberspace unless they're printed and put somewhere for our, our heritage to, you know, our children to find later. We, we don't have those love letters. So my challenge to you is write your man a love letter, a real heartfelt love letter. Ladies, do it. Maybe put on some lipstick and put a little kiss next to your name. Spray some perfume on it. (laughs) Write him a true 
love letter. And then someday, someday, your children are going to find that letter and be touched by the love the two of you shared, just like we were touched by the love that my in-laws shared. I don't think there's a greater gift you could give your man than truly expressing what you love about him, how much you appreciate him, how grateful you are that he is yours and you're sharing this life together, the ups and the downs. That's my challenge to you. Write him a love letter for Valentine's Day. So I hope this helps you out a little bit this week. Um, Have fun on Thursday. To be honest with you, I don't even have ours planned yet. We actually have a Valentine's party with friends on Friday night that is going to be hilarious and fun. Um, And so I'm really excited about that. But my man and I's personal plans, we haven't even put together yet. And that's okay. We will figure something out. And we may end up doing something Saturday, Saturday night. So, but do something, even if it's lunch, even if it's something staying at home. Uh... Let your man know you love him and give something to him. And I believe written word with thoughts from your heart will really touch him. So enjoy this Valentine's. Thank you for joining me today. And I hope you have a terrific week. And until next week, we will see, well, not see you, but chat with you then. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, ladies.